By the time they reached Kansas City, she was reconsidering her decision not to marry him. Maybe he'd been telling the truth, and everything that happened before they left New York had been a big misunderstanding. A part of her feared she was fooling herself, but another part of her desperately wanted to believe that her life with Matthew was going to work out. They'd reach Kansas City, get married, and then board a stagecoach and head west to build a new life together. As the train pulled into the station, Rachel asked, How long will we be in Kansas City? Matthew shrugged. I don't know. I'll have to check around and see when the stagecoach is leaving. It could be a while. I'm not sure how often they run to where we're going. The first thing we need to do is find a preacher, Rachel stated. Of course, Matthew replied, flashing her a charming grin. We'll get checked into a hotel, then I'll go get everything settled. Rachel's cheeks burned with embarrassment when Matthew checked them into the hotel as Mr. and Mrs. Compton. She knew they'd be married soon, but she was still embarrassed by the lie. As soon as they were settled in their room, Matthew headed for the door. I'll be back as soon as I get everything worked out, he promised. Rachel nodded. She bit her trembling lip as the door clicked behind him. All the doubts she'd been feeling when they boarded the train in New York came flooding back. Sighing heavily, she turned and walked toward the bed. She stripped down to her underclothes and slipped between the sheets. She was exhausted from the long train ride. It felt wonderful to stretch out flat. They couldn't afford tickets for the sleeping car, so they'd had to sleep in fits and spurts sitting upright on a hard bench. Within moments, she drifted into a fitful sleep. The following morning, she awoke to an empty room. Matthew had not returned to the hotel. Rachel stood and moved to the window to look down on the bustling street. Kansas City is not all that different from New York, she thought. The people move with the same sense of urgency as if they are all on some important mission. Sighing, she turned to survey the room. What now? she wondered. Why didn't Matthew come back last night? Rachel waited all day for his return and finally fell asleep well after midnight. The next morning, she awoke with a start. Glancing around, she confirmed that she was once again alone. Did those men from New York somehow find us? She wondered fearfully. Determined to find out what had happened to Matthew, Rachel stood and dressed. The problem was, she had no idea where to begin looking. A few minutes later, she approached the hotel clerk. Hello, my name is Mrs. Compton, she greeted. Color tingled her cheeks at the use of the false name. Good morning, ma'am, the elderly clerk replied. My, uh, husband and I are staying in room 203. Rachel's stomach tightened as the lie fell from her lips. She'd always been an honest person. She hated telling even this small lie. Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you? The man asked. I know this will sound strange, but have you seen Mr. Compton? Rachel asked. The man's expression was kind as he replied. Not since yesterday. Do you know where he was going when he left here? Rachel asked. She felt a moment of apprehension when pity entered the clerk's eyes. He asked for directions to the nearest brothel, he answered softly. Rachel sucked in a breath. Heat flooded her face. 
she felt lightheaded as the man's word sank into her. He went to see a prostitute, she thought, stunned to the core. She wanted to sink into the floor. The clerk came around the desk and wrapped an arm around her waist. You're as pale as a ghost. I think you'd better sit, he said kindly. Rachel drew in a deep breath. Where is it? she asked, her voice barely above a whisper. It's no place for you, he answered. Where? she asked again, this time her voice sounded much stronger. Two blocks down on the right, the man reluctantly answered. Taking another deep breath, Rachel straightened away from him. Lifting her head high, she walked out of the hotel and turned down the street. It wasn't hard to find the place. A naked woman was painted on a sign that hung above a bright red door.